Welcome to the Phil Nason Show, brought to you by PlayUp Sportsbook. PlayUp welcomes all bettors and offers the best prices on the market. They are also proud to be an official betting partner of the New Jersey Devils. Check them out online or in the App Store and see for yourself why PlayUp is your best bet. You're listening to a pre-recorded edition of the Phil Nason Show. The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play, and please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. We're here to help you become a more profitable sports better, and we have a terrific show planned for you today. Playoff Sportsbook presents the Phil Nason Show. Sign up for an account and find out why. Playup is always your best bet. That's playup.com. We're going to have five NBA picks for you tomorrow and two football picks as part of our premium Christmas Day package, head on over, cash with Flash, and make some cash. Cash with and Flash. Have a, and have a Merry Christmas. And have a very Merry Christmas. That's cashwithflash.com. And don't forget, all picks made on this show are tracked by BetStamp. BetStamp provides broadcasters and handicappers alike a free platform to track their picks in one easy-to-follow format. They also allow cappers to sell their picks Directly from the site. That's betstamp.app. Scotty Fiedler is on the line. Well, you already heard him. What's happening, man? Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. How are you doing, bro? Yes, I'm good, man. Had a had a nice, uh, like I was telling you, pre-show. We had a, a terrific horse racing day yesterday. Uh, won the featured tournament over at Horse Tourneys, plus uh, qualified for their big Flocal tournament. So it was... Uh, Quite a nice, quite a nice day, and uh, of course, bet a few of those horses on the side, and uh, a nice had a nice afternoon, so to speak. So, uh, Merry Christmas, right? Yeah, Merry Christmas. That's <laughs> and, right. Uh, Happy just holidays. like I told you, we just got to stay hot for another month. That's the key, and uh, do well at the the NHCs, and you know whatnot. Now, now listen, I I did have a question for you though about play up. You know, living in New York now, I know all of these things are coming to New York. Mm-hmm. Is play up one of the ones that will be in New York? Not initially. Okay. Um, the pri- <clears throat> the the fees are horrendous in New York, as you yeah, can imagine. Well, we, we know that. <laughs> yeah, we sure do live in here, huh? But yes. uh, they will be. I think their idea is is to head in into the next batch of mm-hmm. applications that are received. Barstool didn't get in. There were quite a few that Barstool didn't. Barstool didn't get in either, huh? So no. it's just the big, so basically the big players uh, got into the... Uh, yeah, Caesars, BetMGM. BetMGM, uh, DraftKings. Yeah, FanDuel, those kind of people. But PlayUp will be in a state near you very soon. They're blowing up. We have a brand new CEO, and life is good in the PlayUp world. But thanks for asking that. They are in New Jersey and Colorado and Pennsylvania and headed to a state near you. And well, New Jersey's leading the leading the country in this stuff, so if they're there, that's a good thing. Yeah, well they are. And that was they took in over a billion dollars last month. Wow, good for them. Good for them. Look at that. Maybe they can fix their damn roads over there. <laughs> 
Uh, listen, they got the great Phil Nasons with them, so that's a good thing. Well, and I hear you've been on a hell of a run recently. On this show, we have we're ten. We're on a ten and one run. All um, picks documented put, at Betstamp. So you're so you putting the pressure on me today, huh? Uh, maybe so. Maybe so. I don't think there's any pressure. Um, but at the end of the day, these games we're covering today, two of them anyway, will be a part of the premium package. So I'll probably not make a pick or make a pick. We'll see what happens okay. today. But uh, Cleveland Green Bay. Now Green Bay is a seven and a half point home favorite. The mm-hmm. total is forty six points. What do you like about this one on Christmas Day that begins at four thirty p.m. Eastern? This is an interesting. Uh, you know, I mean, Green Bay basically wrapped up the the one seed, right or no? I think they need one more win. Yeah, they do need it. Okay, I wasn't sure on that. That if they had. Uh, um, uh, wrapped it up. I mean, I know right now they are the one seed in the in the um, NFC, and likely uh, will be too. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think they, they need one more win in the next three weeks. Is that basically what it is? I think that's what it is. Yeah, well, at least one more win they need. But mm-hmm. this is interesting because Cleveland is healthy now, or mostly healthy. And they, need, and they need this game. They have to have this game. Well, that, that's an interesting one to me. You know. Uh, the, the Christmas Day plays into it, you know. Um, there's a whole, there's a whole lot of different, you know, scenarios. Listen, you're, I, I think, as crazy as this sounds, Phil, I think that it's easier to be the road team during holidays than it is the home team. Absolutely, because you're out there with you're with your team. You don't have all those distractions of running around trying to please everybody. Get tickets for them. Right. Well, uh, just in things. general, you got holiday obligations. I mean, you're going to go home when it's over. You got things that you're doing. You know, some of these guys have kids. You know, there's a whole different, you know, scenario. I mean, uh, to me, uh, you know, Green Bay had the big win. They're ahead. Uh, I mean, I don't see them losing the game, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. I think it's going to be a very close game, in fact. You know, I, one of the, I think I think it's a field goal game, and you know, if you're asking me now, I'm I'm putting mine on the uh, Cleveland Browns taking well, a seven and a half. Yeah, that's where I'm leaning too. Because here's why. But I, I know you got some stats to tell everybody, so I'm waiting for those. I do have a couple. Yeah, I do. Um, the Browns are five and zero against the spread in their last five games as a road underdog of three and a half to ten points. The Browns are five and zero against the spread in their last five games as an underdog of three and a half to ten points. Period. When they are an underdog, they cover. They don't always win, but they cover. And last week they had a horrific time. You know their offensive line was injured. Their quarterback was injured. They started a kid that was on the practice squad, Nick Mullins. None of those are an issue. Jarvis Landry returns. Perhaps most of the offensive line returns. I believe Treader is out the center. I, I believe he is. I believe Kareem Hunt will not be playing either. Yeah, Kareem Hunt is out, and but he also Chubb has an ankle injury. And, yeah, Chubb is healthy, and the you know the line seems healthy. So, and, and to be honest, the defense has been carrying that team for the last few weeks. And they seem healthy, and that's important. Now, Green Bay, I think they kind of walk through things sometimes. Yes. You know, Aaron they... Rodgers has that casual attitude all the time, you know. Now, listen, like I said, I think they win the game, but I think it's Aaron Rodgers at the end. 
<laughs> yeah, we'll have to be. Aaron Rodgers, because that's how it usually works with that team. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the other thing is the over. The total here is 46. I have a couple of trends for the over. I'm not going to make that play. But okay. over is 7-0 and in Packers' last seven games after scoring more than 30 points in their previous game. The over is 4-0 in Packers' last four games overall. And then the over is 6-1 and in Browns' last seven versus a team with a winning record. That total is not that many points. I know it's going to be cold there. But 46 isn't a whole lot. I don't see the wind as being a factor. That's the main thing, right? I was going to ask you, that's the that's the key to these things. Is it going to be a windy day? You know, what's the story there? Yeah, I don't care about snow or rain, but that wind causes real problems. But I'm going to join well, you. Saw you. That, you saw that Monday, uh, two Mondays ago. Did you see that? That was like playing it, kicking into a hurricane. It was embarrassing. I felt bad for the players. Yeah, so did I. It's terrible. You know, I it usually definitely don't feel did not, bad. Definitely did not look fun on the field, I'll say that much. No, it looked awful. And This game won't be so bad. Maybe there'll be a little snow in the forecast, but the end of the day is these are two cold-weather teams who play outside. Green Bay is 6-0 and at home this season. The Browns are 2-4 and on the road, but look who they've played. They are a better team than their record indicates. They probably won't win the game, but yeah, I'm with you. I'm going with the Browns to cover at seven and a half. I'm hoping that it moves up to eight. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hoping. What you want to do, though, is head to darksky.net. That's the great weather website that I use and lots of others use. And check that weather report before you make a play. Because, you know, Green Bay... Can that, that is a, yeah, that is a big difference if, if you know, with with weather. Big difference. I it, mean, I'll be honest with you. I uh, I made Cardinal Sin. I was out. We had basketball practice for the kids Monday night. I put together a quick fantasy. You know, this is the Buffalo, New England one. Didn't mm-hmm. even look at the weather and had a, a, a whole passing game stuff involved. And I said, All I right. got... I got home and I said, well, let me rip that money up because there's no way this is happening. I remember and that game day because I hit on that because what I did is I played uh, one played defense. Deep, you play defense and, uh, you know, you're good. I, I had, <laughs> defense and a running back and you're yeah. in good bit in shape. Yeah, I took both quarterbacks. I took both defenses and I took a running back. I don't remember mm-hmm. which one I took now, but needless to say, I know I cashed. I remember that day because... I remember coming back from tennis and having to scurry like hell to get that lineup changed because I did the same thing you did. I went nothing but passing. I put him in because it was, all right, no biggie, nothing out there. And all of a sudden, I literally, I came home, I saw the flag whip, and I said, let me forget. I'm not even going to watch this for fantasy because I'm done. (laughs) Well, you know, the worst part is, is that people wrote into the show and said to me, hey, wait a second, how come you didn't mention the fact that there was going to be snow and wind? I said, well, because the the weather report when I hit the air at 9 a.m. said that that storm wasn't coming until 2 or 3 in the morning. Right. And that's why you have to check that dark sky, especially games in Buffalo, Green Bay, Cleveland, uh, Mm -hmm. different places, San Francisco, different places like that. Now, next game on Christmas Day, Indianapolis Colts, Arizona Cardinals. Arizona is a one-point home favorite. The total is awfully high at 49 points. Hey, let me, hey, let me ask you this before we get into this game. And, and I, I think this is an interesting question. 
Do you think um, this hurts the NBA's take on Christmas Day for the last 20 years, having the NFL play against them? Oh, yeah. Huge, right? Oh, huge. 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 I completely agree. I said it's interesting. Normally, you know, on a show like this, we'd be talking about uh, the NBA slate. Well, of course, the five games. And we haven't talked about basketball much this week. Yes. For a couple of reasons, though. One, this is still football season, and the NFL is king in the United States. Yes, and COVID. And COVID. You can't even put together a a pick until the last second. Right. You know, I I I think the I think the Christmas Day slate might be okay because of the day off, mm-hmm. and maybe we can get something done there. But it's been a horrific season for us here. Oh God, I haven't seen it like this bad in a long time. But COVID is just a part of it. Right? Are you you gonna have picks for uh, uh, the NBA for premium stuff? Yes, I'll have all those at Cast with Flash <laughs> on Sunday or Saturday morning. Nice. Good luck with that, guys. I think, like I told you, Phil's the best. I appreciate so you're into that. the Colts Cardinals, huh? We're into the Colts Cardinals, that one point home dog or home favorite. I'm sorry, Indiana Indianapolis though for as 49 point total. I don't trust this Indianapolis team. I'm just going to put that out there right now. Really? I don't trust them. No, I I have never. Jonathan Taylor is special. Yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> but Carson Wentz isn't. Yeah, well, well I mean, he is, but I, 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 he's not special. I mean, Jonathan Taylor is special, but how? How? You know, what, what's going on with the Cardinals? I think they're uh, suffering from that missing Kyler Murray for a couple games, and the COVID issues and the injuries. You know, DeAndre Hopkins out for the rest of the season. Is he out for the season now? Oh. Yeah, he's in bad shape. And I just think that what's happened is they relied on him so much that things aren't working out in their favor. I I know that uh, A.J. Green hardly got any targets last week, and that was weird, too. And a week before, he was a killer. Yeah, I had him in my fantasy team on my DraftKings lineup last Sunday. He didn't do much. Right. But Arizona, I think they're just kind of riding the struggle bus a little bit. I still like their defense a lot more than I like the offense mm-hmm. for either team. Right. I mean, Arizona, they <coughs> they won. They covered on the road, actually outright winner as an underdog three weeks ago with hardly anybody in the lineup and except the defense, which seemed to stay pat. You know, they're fifth in scoring points allowed, 20.29. That's mm-hmm. pretty low. I don't know. I, I know that Indianapolis is one of the highest scoring teams in the league. But are they the same he, on the road? He's a, he's a good coach, though. I mean, you know. No, I completely agree he is. Frank Reich is a damn good coach. Yes. But but the problem I have is that they just I just don't buy that schedule. I don't buy what they've done. I know that sounds bad. And I know that the Colts are 5-0 and against the spread in their last five road games. I also know that they are 4 and 0 against the spread when they are in their last four as a road underdog. But still there's just something about this team that makes me pause and I don't know why that is. I mean, I'll be honest with you, to me uh the the pick 'em line basically, I mean, to me it's a no play this game. I, I hate to say it if it, 
if this was on the Sunday slate with all the others, are you even thinking about playing this game? No, I don't go near this game. I just watch it. And that's the way I feel. I want to um, see some more, in, the, another injury report later on today is yes, what I want to see. Exactly. I agree. I want to see what they're, what I want to hear. <laughs> like James Conner now, he's uh, questionable for Saturday. Zach Ertz, though, is now probable. He's got a hamstring issue. Hopkins, yeah, I'm sorry, late January. He uh, had surgery to repair a torn MCL. So, Rondale Moore is questionable. He doesn't have a whole lot of wideouts. Christian Kirk, he has. J.J. Watt gone, but he, he's been a while now off. Uh, safety James Wiggins is also out. Mm-hmm. This is a toughie. I wish I trusted the Colts more. Because that's a money line play right there. Mm-hmm. One point. I'm passing on this game, Feeds. Me too. I just think it's a tough it's a tough play. I mean, I might have something for a premium, but right now on Friday morning, now Friday morning, I just don't think you, there's enough info right now, especially with their injuries. You know, James that's Connor, yeah, with Connor, and I, I just think there's too much, you know, uh, too too much out there. You know what I mean? I think it's going to be a very close too game. Many question marks. I mean, way too many. I think it's all going to come down to turnovers. <laughs> Usually does anyway. And takeaways. And you got two of the top five teams in takeaways. Indianapolis is the other thing that you might want to consider. Two things, really. It's the Arizona defense. They're seventh in sacks. A lot, or sacks, sacks. And uh, let me see, where was the other one? Okay. Indianapolis, second in the league in penalties per game and penalty yards per game. Minuscule amounts. So you've got that also. And they are the top team in the league in takeaway, giveaway, differential, if that makes a difference to you. And their special teams, Indianapolis, they crush. They're averaging 24 yards per kickoff return. Really? That's, that's, pretty, that's, an, that's interesting. That's pretty good. They're, they come up with some big plays. That's part of the reason I think the Indianapolis Colts offense moves so well. Not just because of Jonathan Taylor, but look at the field position they get. And yeah, they I mean, don't make that, mistakes. That, no, that's a definite. I mean, listen, like I said, Frank Reich is a hell of a football coach. And, uh, um, you know, Jonathan Taylor's special. And that's, uh, that's a big thing when you, you have a team like that. And I have you know? Jonathan Taylor on my fantasy team. And we're in the semis on this weekend. I am so excited. Awesome. I have Austin Eckler, too, but I think he's injured. Mm-hmm. So I'll replace him with somebody. I think the kid from uh, Kansas City, I have a good backfield on my team. I'm going to win this thing. I've won 11 straight games, so I'm happy. And but now we got... We're, we're in the playoffs and the semis with uh, uh, the T-Man's team, you know, the kids' league. Oh, right. He, he finished the season 12-2. and two. Oh, he beat me. And uh, and it was funny. He He, boy, his team... I mean, it was an 18 league, but his team before injuries was crazy. I mean, he had Derek Henry, Cooper Cup, Chris Godwin, uh, Darren Waller. You, you couldn't, uh, and Josh Allen, a quarterback, Naheem Harris. He, he had a crazy team. So, Damn. Good for you, T. Fight, he's fighting through the injuries bugs, though, now. That's the worst time to get him is That's during the playoffs. Josh Allen. 
Doesn't that bring us to our next uh, game? Well, it sure does, and it's the Buffalo Bills taking on the New England Patriots, and Buffalo is in an unfamiliar territory as they're a plus two-and-a-half-point away favorite or away underdog, and the total is 43-and-a-half. Man, I first of all, I can't take two-and-a-half or six-and-a-half points. It's too easy to get burned by the key numbers of three and seven, so I usually leave that part alone. Unless I think they can outright win. Can Buffalo outright win this game? I think so. I mean, there's a few interesting things to Buffalo this season that, that, that I found. You know, I found some a couple stats. I was doing my Phil Nason's homework. Uh-oh. And, and I found an interesting stat about that the Bills are 7-0 and in games which they have never trailed. And one on six in games they've trailed at any juncture in the in the game, and they have yet to rally from a fourth quarter deficit. Wow, that's pretty impressive, right? And that... then aside from the big loss they had to Indianapolis, out of their six losses, five of them have been decided by seven or fewer points. Oh, I know they they play close football. A lot of people are poo pooing the Bills. I'm although, not a fan although, of the Bills. Although the Bills' eight wins have been decided by double digits, so. It's an interesting take there. Yeah, it is an interesting take. So which way do you slide with that? Does New England become that I, team? I, I, I have to say this. I like the Bills here. I think it's a big spot for them. Uh, listen, you know, you can tell me all you want about Bill Belichick and all that. The players still have to play the game. Uh, I don't know what the weather is. I'm, if the weather is good or decent, I'm going to tell you now. I think the Bills are winning this game outright. Wow, that's a big call. I think I think New England's overrated still. I don't care what you tell me. Mac Jones is a nice quarterback, but uh, I, I think they're very overrated. They've they've had a nice season, and I, I don't know if it may uh, you know they're going to tell you how focused they are again. But uh, me, I'm telling you, I think. I think this is a Buffalo. I think they were pissed off about the game at home. I think they, you know, should have won had they uh, had the weather not been what it was. And, um, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, McDermott's focused. I think he's going to have them focused to, to win the rematch here. Well, they're going to want to win that rematch. They're unhappy to get beat in their own barn. And that's no fun. Um, the weather is going to be ugly. They've got winter advisories for tomorrow there in Foxborough. Yeah, they're, they're looking... I've, seen that. I've seen that firsthand. Oh, yeah, it could be ugly there, yeah, huh? We've been, we would have for some of the crazy snow games with Jay back in the day, and it's, it is it is ugly. It does help. But, but yeah, listen, Buffalo's a cold-weather team, so I, I don't think, you know, I, I, I think Buffalo was not prepared for the weather last time. That may and be I, true. And I think, you know, that this time, I mean, listen, to me, Buffalo still was in the red zone three times and didn't score in that game and lost 14 to 10. <laughs> you know, one score, it's a different game down there. One score is a big difference. Now, I, I just don't, I think they'll be ready for red zone play. I, I mean, they had a couple, there was one series I could not believe what they did. And they, they were like on the one, they went back to throw and, and Allen got sacked and it really cost them the game, I thought. 
All I can tell you is the wind is not going to be a factor. It's just at 10 miles an hour, but it's going if to the be. The wind is not a factor. I'm going to tell you what. I'm, I'm calling it on the air for you. Uh, this will be an outright win for the Buffalo Bills. Ooh, Bills money line. I like it. I like it. I'm going to leave this one alone for now. I want to look. The weather looks decent. It's mm-hmm. supposed to be raining there in the morning, so it'll be slippery. Too, so it doesn't, uh, it's not that cold you nope, know, for it, football. It sure ain't that cold. 41 degrees, that's perfect for them. Mm-hmm. That's perfect for them. So there you go. Scotty's going to make the big call, and he's going to take the bills. I'll let you know on Sunday what I think. Now, we have one more game to go, partner. The Rams, the Vikings. This should be good. Now, Minnesota is a plus three-and-a-half point home dog against the Rams. 49-point total. Are you buying the Rams and their resurgence? They've won three straight. I don't know who I'm buying. <laughs> you know, I have Matthew I mean, Stafford. I don't, I don't, I don't buy the, uh, the, the the Vikings are any good. That's and, a problem. And, and I think Dalvin Cook is out again, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, he is. He is. Uh, they still have Madison behind him, though. So, yes, I, Madison plays not Dalvin Cook, but um, you know, I. I this is more about the Vikings to me than it is the Rams. Um, you know, we know what the Rams are. They're a good team. Mm-hmm. There's no question about it. Um, are they a great team? I don't know. You know, they're, they're they're a nice team. Cooper Cup is the best receiver in the league right now. Sure. Although the kid Jefferson is pretty damn good on the, uh, on the Minnesota Vikings side. I just don't think, you know, the Vikings defense is where you're going to um, – you know, is that going to be the big... Are they going to step up? Yeah, but are they going to be enough? Because that is a potent offense the Rams have. Absolutely. I, I like the Rams. I'm a Matthew Stafford fan. I am too. He's a quarter. He's my quarterback on my uh, soon-to-be championship fantasy team. Now we're talking. Oh, I love playing season-long, some, especially football. But, you know, the Vikings are 4-0 and against the spread in their last four games as a home underdog of 3.5 to 10 points. They're also 13-3-1 against the spread in their last 17 as a home underdog of a half a point to 3 points. Well, that doesn't necessarily make that good here because it's a 3.5 point. I think the game's... I think it's going to... The, total, the uh, line's going to move again. I think it's going to go up to 4. Uh, there's a lot of LA money. They're still asleep, so maybe they'll kick it in there around noon, noon Eastern, and start kicking things into high gear. But the points that the Rams score, pretty tough. So does Minnesota, but it's the defense is different. The Rams' defense hasn't looked that bad over the last couple games. Although you know the Vikings do lead the league in sacks, don't they? They certainly do. They certainly do. Let's see here. Where is um, it? And when, they, and when teams have gotten pressure on, um, uh, you know, Stafford, he's been a little different. Oh, he has. Now, they are number one. They average 3.14 sacks per game. The Rams, though, are fifth with a 2.79 sacks per game. But where the Rams get you is their interceptions. You know, their giveaway takeaways. They're ninth in the league. Minnesota's seventh in the league 
and give away takeaways. The problem with Minnesota is they they make too many dumb mistakes in the in terms of penalties. Yes. 30th in the league in penalties, 30th in penalty yards per game, whereas the Rams don't seem to. They're fourth in penalties per game and third in penalty yards per game. This could be a really good team by the or game. By the way, Minnesota is the best has the best kickoff return yards per in the league at 29 and a half yards per kickoff return. Wow. I mean, you know, I hate to do this again on the air, but I'm, I'm going to pass on this game. I'm just not sure three and a half is the right number. Um, you know, to, uh, you know, to me, I'm going to give you this. Uh, the game I love this week is Buffalo. I know people are going to Bill Belichick and this. Listen, if it was Bill Belichick, to me, the line would have been three and a half, not two and a half. Um, tells me something there that they want you to bet New England. Hopefully it does go to three by game time. And uh, that's the game. I mean, I, I'd money line him. I'd take the points. I like Cleveland, I told you earlier, and the thing. But Buffalo would be my big play out of the four games we're discussing. I think the Arizona-Indianapolis is a toss-up, and, and I think Minnesota and the Rams is a little bit of a toss-up based on the spreads. Yeah, I, I agree with the Browns game for sure at 7.5. We also had that from Thursday's show with Greg Wolf. Mm-hmm. And we'll add the Bills money line to bet stamp for you. And, and that should come out a winner. I haven't decided yet about the Rams or the Vikings. Like I said, I'll have premium picks for all those things on all Sunday games on Sunday morning. But man, this is a great show. Great time. Happy holidays. Thanks for uh, taking time out of, I know, a busy, busy Christmas Eve to do this show with me, Feeds. Dude, it's always a pleasure. You know that. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want any other thing to do Christmas Eve. There you Kidding? go. That, that's Just a nice being compliment. Being with my boy Phil Nason's talking sports, well, ready wait, to rock and roll. Wait till we go to Vegas at the end of January. Got that. Let's hopefully I stay hot and we could uh, be celebrating an NHC uh, championship and an Eclipse Award for me. That would be nice. Oh yeah. But uh, and then and then of course looking forward to the summer with you, my friend. You know we gotta. We got to talk some uh, staffing things that we had talked about off the air. Yes. You know? And uh, but you know, I want to wish you all, your listeners, everybody out there, a merry Christmas, happy and healthy New Year. Stay healthy with this Omicron nonsense out there again, and uh, and and let's bring home some winners. Let's go, Buff- Bills Mafia. Absolutely, absolutely. You can find Scotty over at Brookwood Camps, and if you're so inclined and want to send your child to a sleepaway camp. Brookwood Camps is the place for you. You can find that site and get all the information for this coming summer at brookwoodcamps.com. And that's going to wrap it up for today's show. We want to wish you all a very, very Merry Christmas. Be safe out there. Like Scott said, Omicron or whatever, that thing is coming strong. I hope you get a chance to spend time with your families. And if you don't, at least you'll have seven games to keep you occupied on Christmas Day. That's a blessing in itself. Until next time, you all take care of yourselves. Be good, and most importantly... Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you. 
Thanks for listening to The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play. And please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page.